the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of the Arthur Idala Power Hour, sponsored by Bay Ridge Honda. Portions of this program are pre-recorded. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. All right, Sam Bellino. I was gone for three days. I mean, you know, it wasn't like I was gone for a month. Felt a lot I mean, longer. If, oh, well, that's well. Joan Pelzer is here, so I mean, I I know she did a formidable job. Her and Sibilia, and obviously you, and I know Alex filling in. So um, I want to thank all of you. But before we get to that, I want to um, I want to address um, something regarding, and it probably has to do with my insecurities. This is Arthur Idala back on the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Um, so. I have always listened to talk radio, and now it makes it even easier because if you miss the actual show, there are podcasts, and you guys know I'm I'm a big fan of Frank from Staten Island. But uh, the other show that I listen to on a regular basis, because it's a lot easier than Frank from Staten Island, who does 20 hours a week, um, is my friend Anthony Weiner, who uh, does a, a an hour solo show uh, every week. And... Um, Obviously, compared to the majority of talk radio hosts on here on AM 970, The Answer and the Salem Media Group, as well as uh, the station that he's on, WABC, uh, you know, Anthony definitely comes from a different um, side of the aisle. Um, So I was listening to his uh, show actually this morning from from Saturday, and he really went off on this this. Uh, I don't know what the right word is, but he was he very forcefully was talking about lawyers on the radio talking about President Trump and the, the cases against him. And he was really, really ragging on them and ripping on them. And I was trying to listen, like, is he referring to me? Because Anthony and I have a very long term relationship and I, and I think he would agree an excellent relationship. It's a it's, in my opinion, a true friendship. Um, but he was really ripping apart these lawyers for. Um, saying, you know, Trump didn't do anything wrong and Trump shouldn't be charged. And this this the most recent case out of Washington, D.C. is just against his uh, First Amendment uh, privileges to you know speak his mind. And um, I just want to be make something clear. And although this may not be the narrative on uh, AM 970, the answer on other uh, talk radio shows across the AM dial here in New York, um President Donald Trump has 
huge legal problems, like huge, legitimate legal problems. I focus on the one in Florida because I'm not I'm not ragging on my interns here, but with a little coaching from myself or Judge Cammons or Judge Leventhal and, and with a fair and impartial jury, they can win that case down in Florida um, against Donald Trump. It is it's not a sophisticated case. It's not a case you really need to rely on uh, uh, witnesses accounts of what took place. Um, it's photographic evidence. It's audio evidence. It's video evidence. Um, and it's, it's simple. It's, you know, you are in Mr. Trump, you are in possession of things that you took when you were president and we want them back. Can you give them back to us? And they, certain things were returned and there were letters written by lawyers, which are then attributed to the president, even though he didn't sign it, President Trump. When your lawyer says, yes, we've turned everything back, the lawyer doesn't get in trouble if it's not all turned back. It's the client that gets in trouble. And in fact, it was clear and obvious that everything was not turned back. President Trump's arguments are, oh, well, I was entitled to have them. Well, President Biden had them in his his garage and he was only the vice president and he took them and he wasn't allowed to have them. That's all not admittable in the court of law. You cannot argue in any case. Well, the other guy did it. Well, the other guy double parked. No, if you get a ticket for double parking and the, the cop for whatever reason doesn't give the guy in front of you a ticket for double parking, your uh, defense to your double parking ticket cannot be the guy in front of me was double parked or the guy in front of me was speeding and I got pulled over. It's the same thing here. You can't say President Biden has committed crimes or Hunter Biden has committed crimes. Hillary Clinton has committed crimes. That's, those are not defenses. In fact, there will be motions made by the prosecutor. They're called motions in limine before a trial, before any of these trials, limiting President Trump's defense attorneys from making any claims whatsoever about uh, the motivation that the government had in bringing the case uh, any other investigations that are going on outside of the exact case um and that you know that's the florida case the um the washington case um is it's more it's a more difficult it's a more challenging case to prosecute but the florida let's let's look at the balancing act the florida case which is easier it's just an easier the fact pattern is easier the the crimes to prove are easier um it, it's really on or off it's not there's no issue either he turned over everything he was supposed to or he didn't and he lied about it it's not there's not a lot of gray there um he has a friendlier judge president trump does in florida and a friendlier jury in florida so that's kind of what he has to look at or rely upon or hope for in washington he's in front of a judge appointed by president obama who has been extremely harsh on any defendants from the January 6th uh, riots, whatever you want to call them. Um, extremely harsh. Like the government, the prosecutors who are prosecuting people are saying, this guy doesn't deserve jail. Jail time, she gives them. This couple who, like, I don't know, took a selfie in front of the thing, you know, while it was going on. They don't deserve jail. Jail time. Not years, but days. Trust me, folks. I go to jails as a visitor knowing I'm going to leave. And I don't like it. I like it from uh, certain clients I visit there I like. 
I like it from a curiosity point of view. Like, I mean, that's why all these shows about jails do so well, because there's a curious nature of taking people's liberty away and what it's like living in those environments. But I don't like going to jail. So, oh, the judge only sentenced them to 45 days, which really means 30 days. Okay, folks, you, it's August 6th, 7th, 6th. You take away a 7th. You take away, I'll see you in September 7th. You miss the whole month of August. You don't go to the beach with your family. You don't go to the pool with you. You don't pick up Jordan from 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 camp. You don't want to go to, to jail for thirty days. So this judge uh, in 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 Washington is going to be very hard. And what does that mean? It means there are rules of evidence, and judges have a tremendous amount of discretion. What jurors get to hear and what they don't get to hear. I don't think this is going to be a judge that's going to be making a, a lot of rulings in President Trump's favor. So even though it's a more difficult case to prove, he's in front of a judge that when, you know, the, the rules of evidence give her the opportunity to keep evidence beneficial to the, to the defendant out, she's going to probably do that. That's the way it is in, in, in federal court when we practice. I tell people this all the time. I told my friend Anthony this, you know, when we didn't know which way the case was going to go. I said, well, it depends on what judge you get. Because it, 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 it's not fair. It's not, they're not computers where you get the same result all the time. You get one judge and the exact same facts will give you no jail time. You get another judge with the same facts and they'll give you 21 months. So the judge here matters. It matters in both jurisdictions for, for President Trump. The issue that I have, and it may have been you, you couldn't help it, but I just wish the timing of this was was faster. And, and look, I went back and forth with Anthony Weiner about this on text today I, or yesterday. I don't even remember, lost track about um, the timing of it. And, uh, you know, one of what he said, well, because they dragged it on, they were able to get more evidence. You look, you could put together an indictment in federal court in five. I want to curse minutes. OK, that they can indict. Forget about a ham sandwich. Can indict thin air in federal court. The laws are so much different than in state court. And then you have what's called superseding indictments. I'm involved with the case right now. There were 10 superseding indictments as they got more evidence. They just kept building and building and building and building. I just wish for the United States of America and our image to the outside world that these cases were brought a little earlier on, closer in the time to when the offenses were actually committed. January 6th of 2021 is quite some time ago. And the feds had the ability uh, of, of doing this more swiftly if that was really their reason, if that was really their motivation. But I just want to, again, this is, this is like a therapy session for me because someone who I respect uh, seemed to be, you know, Casting a broad brush about all lawyers on radio and TV. Well, of course, not on MSNBC or CNN are saying, you know, Trump's got no problems. He's done nothing wrong. I think Trump's got huge problems. I don't know if he's done anything wrong or not. I'm not a jury. I haven't looked at all the evidence. But um, the bottom line is this is one radio host who has said from the beginning of the Florida case that this is a very, very serious case. Forget about the New York State case, Alvin Bragg. That I don't think is a serious case. And that's a miscarriage of justice. All right, I'm going to take a deep breath, and we're going to have a couple commercials, and I'll be right back. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. Robert Bowers, the murderous mass shooter who carried out the most deadly anti-Semitic attack in American history, was formally sentenced to death by a federal judge in Pittsburgh last Thursday. This came just a day after the jury unanimously recommended that Bowers, who methodically planned and murderously carried out his attack on Jewish worshipers, 
should die for his crimes. The death penalty is an issue of deepest moral gravity. If even one of the jurors had decided that even one of the 115 mitigating factors on even one of the 11 murders applied, Bowers would have been sentenced to 11 consecutive terms of life in prison without parole. But the jury is presented with solid evidence, and Bowers has never shown the slightest remorse or regret for the mass murder he committed. Premeditated murder demands the gravest of all punishments. The judge and the jury were right. The penalty is just. This kind of horrible crime is an attack upon the very idea of civilization. So we are in the heart of summer. We have the whole month of August ahead of us. And at Bay Ridge Honda, they're turning up the heat by saving you $1,500. Yes, you heard that right. $1,500 when you turn in your trade or lease and purchase your next car with Bay Ridge Honda. They have been your family-owned operated dealer by the Sabah family for over 60 years. Browse from over 200 new Honda vehicles and over 100 certified pre-owned vehicles backed by the Honda True Program at their 2022 President's Award winning dealership. And right now you get 0% APR financing and zero down payment on select new 2023 Honda models all month long. Plus that $1,500 that I was talking about when you turn in your trade or lease when you purchase your next car with them. Even if you don't buy from Bay Ridge Honda, they will buy your car from you. So visit Bay Ridge Honda at 4th Avenue and 88 Street in Brooklyn, New York, or online at BayRidgeHonda.com. That's BayRidgeHonda.com. These deals are available to qualified buyers. Additional fees may apply. See dealer for details. Ends 8-30-2023. Feel like you're trying to push a boulder uphill wearing skates? If you run or manage a local business today, you're challenged like never before. We get it, and we want to help. We're Salem Surround, and when it comes to marketing, consider us your personal move-you-forward company. In a recent study, we found that 53% of local businesses were classified as novices when it came to designing, implementing, and managing their marketing needs. And that's where Salem Surround truly shines. We're a full-service marketing agency that'll help you increase your customer base by designing incredibly effective plans to reach your consumers day, night, and everywhere they might be. Let us give you an absolutely free audit of your current marketing and what your competition is doing. Our digital sales and support teams are the best in the industry and deliver customized personal service that's second to none. If you're a local business and ready for the next step, Google Salem Surround New York right now. Our experts are ready to help you take your marketing to the next level. Google Salem Surround New York today. Is your husband or wife or significant other in a hospital or rehab center? Are people telling you that that you're not eligible or they're not eligible for Medicaid? You know this could cause absolute bankruptcy. The costs of medical care are through the roof, especially if you don't have the proper insurance. Are your assets at risk? Well, you should seriously consider the alternative to being prepared. And that could be wiping you out. How are you going to protect yourself? It's so simple. 718-238-6500. 718-238-6500. That's the number for the attorneys at Connors & Sullivan. They have helped hundreds of people just like you protect your assets from being wiped out by medical costs. They'll tell you exactly what you're eligible for in terms of government programs, and they'll help you devise a plan to avoid wiping out your finances. So call Connors & Sullivan for a free initial consultation with a lawyer at 718-238-6500. They have offices in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. It's never too late. The time to act is now, so don't wait. Call Connors & Sullivan today, 718-238-6500. And trust me, folks, when you walk out of their offices after speaking to one of their lawyers, you'll be so glad that you did.
Listen to AM 970 The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey.com. What's going on with Oh Yeah? Nothing. I just thought it was a good song from way back in the day. Does it remind you of Ferris Bueller? Oh, that's what it is. Oh, Joni's here. Let me turn up the mic. All right, Joni, what was it like? What was it like being without me for three whole days? And I barely got you today. This law firm was like hopping. I know, and and people. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. For not being asleep. I drove him crazy in person last week. So, um,. I did my best when I was away to turn off my devices the best I could. I I'm very proud of you. I snuck in my calls with Judge Cammons to make sure everything was okay. Um, so I'm not going to lie. I didn't get an opportunity to listen to any of the shows, but I oh did. God, best show ever. <laughs> get, a, get daily emails from your dad. Of course you did. Telling me what a great job that you guys did on the show. So thank you very, very much. And I hope we you had fun. we did have fun. We made fun of you a little bit on Thursday with You're Matt allowed. and Sibelia. Right, Matt? Yeah, it was a lot of fun, but we didn't beat you up too much. All right, listen, nah, nah. you're allowed. Sabelia doesn't understand why we always have to make fun of everyone. I'm like, but that's who we all are. Yeah. And, like, and- we have fun. <clears throat> he did a fantastic job, too. We enjoyed each other. Right, Matt? We had fun. We had a lot of fun. Downtown. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to And hear I will it. tell you, at the very last minute on Wednesday... Today I was speaking with our Judge Lewis. He was in my, in my little cubicle office area, and he was chatting with me. But last week I grabbed him, and I said, why don't you come on the beginning of the Wednesday show with me and do the whole beginning with me? And he was fantastic. we got to get him on okay. with you again. His you know, we've, breadth we've, and okay. depth so of for, knowledge for is For folks crazy. who don't know, at the law firm of Idala Bertuna and Cammons, we've had two um, retired judges. Judge Barry Cammons, who you all hear and know about, um, who is very well known in the academic circles as well as the appellate circles, as well as the judiciary circles, because he was the chief judge uh, of the whole city of New York for the criminal term. So all the criminal court judges um, reported to him from all five boroughs. And before that, he was the administrative judge of Kings County of the, of the Supreme Court and the criminal court. Judge Leventhal, who um, was a very hard-practicing lawyer who did primarily civil law, but he did a lot of election law. He did some criminal law. Then he was a—he was the first domestic violence judge in the state of New York, uh, maybe in the country, actually. He'd probably kill me if I said I think in the country. I had a big case in front of him back in the day where we he allowed for the first time me to use he allowed for the first time any lawyer, but it happened to be me, to use the defense of battered women's syndrome for a gay man who was killed by his gay lover. Mm-hmm. It was cover of the local newspapers, including the New York Times, because it was so unique. And then he went on, he was elevated to the appellate division, second department. Then he was uh, nominated for, uh, well, he didn't get the nomination, but he was amongst these seven judges nominated to go into the Court of Appeals. Um, and then when he, re- but he didn't go to the Court of Appeals, but then when he, um, retired from the appellate division he joined our law firm and just recently we've kind of given him like a soft open as they would say in in the restaurant world um judge uh david lewis has joined our firm and joan's going to make a big splash about it probably right after labor day um he was a or is a storied criminal defense attorney. He's not wasn't a former prosecutor like I was and Judge Cammons was, and uh, he, he worked for the New York State Senate uh, for 
quite some time for the uh, Senate Majority Leader. Uh, but he always practiced criminal law in the state and federal system. And five years ago, he went on the bench. And uh, I'll have him on the show one day and tell you that that was not exactly the highlight of his career. He he prefers to be one of the boxers in the arena as opposed to one of the judges on the sidelines with the scorecard. Yeah. And he's been here now, and uh, he has fit in like a glove, um, which is not the easiest thing to do. We have a interesting mix of personalities yes, up here. Yes, we do. <laughs> so that, that is who Joan uh, is speaking That's of, who I'm Judge referring David to. Lewis. David so Laurie Lewis. I'm glad he came up here and and, and Oh, my gosh. So we, we sat and talked about Trump. And we also talked about SCOTUS and the ethics, and he gave us kind of a history lesson. And let me tell you, it was fantastic. I know my father loved it. No, he's listening. So Judge, we'll get him Judge back Lewis on with really you. Sure. You know, speaking of ethics, I, I asked Sambolino during the break, like, who hears that 60-second uh, legal minute? Uh, and today they were talking about the death penalty. And, you know, with the, the person who was convicted, who was entitled to could get 11 life terms. And instead, he's going to get the death penalty, which is the right thing. And I don't, I, you know, first of all, I'll never forget looking at, it was a young person's T-shirt, a sweatshirt saying, regarding the death penalty, saying, how could it be right to kill someone to show that killing someone is wrong? And if you think about the logic, I mean, there, there is something to be said. Yes, there are arguments to be made. One's in a controlled environment that have been appellate process. There's been due process and all that. Um, yeah, look, I, am, I have no problem telling you because I'm in the legal system and I see how it works and see I know how far from perfect that it is. I, I am not for the death penalty. Um, I don't think that. I don't think humans should intentionally be killing humans under these in, in our system of government. Um, and in the appropriate jail facility, I don't know if you've ever seen The Green Mile, uh, which is a fantastic movie with Tom Hanks. And if you haven't, you should see it. Um, it's really a, a really excellent, excellent, excellent movie. It's a long movie, but it's spectacular. And if you look at in that movie, the guys who are on death row, who basically are in their cells 23 hours a day and they get one hour out um, and they're alone. Uh, if you knew that your sentence and you're 30 years old, 32 years old and you're very healthy, your sentence is you're going to be in that cage for the rest of your life. There's no opportunity for you to leave. And maybe you get a newspaper here and there or a book here and there, but you're not, you know, it's not like uh, the Otisville federal place where you're playing tennis and you're playing basketball and you're playing cards and you get to work in the kitchen. Like if you're just going to be locked up in a cage, just like in the old days at the zoo before they have these beautiful environments, you just used to see the tiger in the cages walking back and forth over and over again. What is the worst punishment to be in one of those cages for 30 or 40 years, not doing anything, just living in your own thoughts and you know as i said maybe you read a book here or there a newspaper and maybe you get to listen to the radio but you're in a cage and you have no real social interaction you have really nothing to look forward to because typically those places are way way upstate new york and you don't get any visitors and it's the correction officers aren't exactly the sweetest people in the whole world um or them saying you know what we are going to um 
we are going to uh, allow you to lay down on a gurney after you have the your favorite meal. That's I mean, there's, there are certain meals that there are acceptable and others that are not. I forget what the rules are. I guess there are probably different rules in different states. But you know, you could say, look, I want Grandma Nanette's, you know, pasta a la Norma with the fresh eggplant and all that stuff, and then I want lamb chops. And then, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you're going to be able to get all of that. Um, and I'm pretty sure you cannot have any alcohol. Um, and then, you know, you're going to meet with a, whatever religious leader you want. And if there are already family left for you, and then you're just going to lay down on a gurney and they're going to give you one shot that allegedly just puts you, makes you numb. And then another shot that puts you to sleep, like the way people do with their dogs or cats when they're too old in a very loving, caring way. I don't know. You tell me what's the worst punishment. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, I just don't think that killing people to show that killing people is wrong is the way to go. I'm pretty sure there are multiple, multiple studies that show it is not a deterrent. Um, people, people don't say, oh, you know, I better not kill this guy who's in bed with my wife when I just get home because I may get the death penalty. Or I better not kill this drug dealer who I'm dealing drugs with or against because I may get the death penalty. Guys like that, they're not thinking that way. There's a case here in uh, that I was on. I'm on tonight on on Channel 11 WPIX television, um, where a 17 year old killed another young person because uh, they were they were Vogue dancing in in a gas station, and it, there's he's been there being charged in Brooklyn with a hate crime because he charged him one time in the chest. I mean, I look at that that case. And it is the absolute tragedy because the guy who's dead, who's dancing, was doing nothing wrong except maybe being gay and dancing or, you know, in a flamboyant way. I, I mean, I don't really know how you, you know someone is gay when they're dancing. You see me dance. I look like a nut. Um, and then there's some 17-year-old who probably got caught up in the moment of I'm with my buddies, I'm in a gang, and I'm going to be cool, and I'm going to show you how cool I am. And he stabbed him one time right in the heart and killed him. So you got two lives that are going to be wasted. Um, just so you know, when you get charged with a hate crime on a murder case, what it does is it changes the minimum that you could get from 15 years to 20 years. So if this 17-year-old goes to trial and gets convicted of the top count murder two under a hate crime, and the hate crime part is proven as well, the judge can't give him the minimum of 15. The judge has to give him a minimum now of 20. The maximum stays the same at, tw at 25 to life. So... Um, I don't know. Apparently, Sam Bellino told me that, actually, you don't... Tell me that again, Sam Bellino. Only those, the those town people hall on the commentaries are only heard on the radio, correct. Okay, so real quick, uh, uh, those of you who listen stream, streaming, there was a commentary on right in between our commercial break saying that the guy who got the death penalty for, I believe, killing 11 people, and he could have gotten 11 life terms, they decided to give him the death penalty and that that justice is served. And I don't think it's so... I don't think it's so cut and dry that it's a worse punishment to be put to sleep at a young age than to be put in a cage for the rest of your life. All right, we're going to come back, and we're going to have a little fun and a little more lightheartedness. I want to tell you about my time in Rhode Island, and um, we're going to talk to Lauren Fix. We're going to talk about a couple of her car reviews. Don't go away. We'll be right back. 
Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for years now to help me deal with pain in my body. My wife takes it as well. The reason we tell everyone uh, we know about it is simple. We found it really works to help our bodies fight off the inflammation that causes aches and pains. Whether it's the pain of injuries you've sustained or just the natural pains from the mileage over the years, Relief Factor can help. I've never looked back. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. All right, so our friends at Palazzo College are offering the opportunity to recent graduates to really jumpstart their lives. Um, you know, a lot of kids go to high school and leave and they don't know what to do. They go to college and they leave and they don't know what to do. Well, I would tell them to visit Plaza College. Go on their website at www.plazacollege.edu. I think it's .edu. Maybe it's .com. I'm not sure. I should know that. It is edu. Okay, thank you. That's why Joni Pels is here. I know their email is info at plazacollege.edu um, because they have all these different schools. The one I'm going to talk to you about right now is the School of Court Reporting, but we know they have School of Dentistry, Dentist Assistants, and, and Nursing. Um, I was there. I saw the school. It's it's really special, and I'm not saying that because it's written for me in a script. I'm, I, I was there, and I lived it, and it was really, really, really a beautiful place right outside of the train station as well, so it's very convenient. Um, it, regarding the court reporting, here's what I can almost guarantee you. You do their court reporting program. When you get done, you're going to have a job. Um, it's an in-demand, lucrative career, and you have flexibility to choose the jobs that you want to take that you don't want to take if you're a freelancer. Or you can go into one of the DA's offices or Corp Council or the courts, schools, television stations. There are so many places to work as a court reporter. <clears throat> the national shortage is outstanding right now, and the uh, National Court Reporters Association has partnered with Plaza College to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A to Z and is being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. Sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plazacollege.edu. My name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins. Suffering an injury in an accident can be a life-changing experience. Whether you've been involved in a car accident, a construction site accident, a slip and fall, or injured because of someone else's negligence, we can help. Our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you are owed. We are always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. If you have been injured because of someone else's negligence, you have legal rights and may be entitled to significant money to compensate you for your pain and suffering. Hiring the right attorney is important. The combined experience of the lawyers at Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins will be able to lead you through the personal injury lawsuit process and aggressively fight for the best result. If you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call 212-486-0011, 212-486-0011, or visit us at idalalaw.com. Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins, fighting for justice, fighting for you so when i was away uh over the last couple of days i did get a little too much sun on my head and guess what healed up the bald head 
hemp leaf, baby. Their uh, shea butter, their whip shea butter, it is all my big bald head needed to regain its beautiful shine and glimmer. All kidding aside, you know, the sun really does some damage. Although I try to wear a hat most of the time, it still does some damage, especially we're in the beginning of August. The sun is very, very strong. Um, hemp leaf products are made with all natural ingredients and essential oils to bring you comfort and release relief, hence hemp leaf. Um, in the morning, I use their cream on my head, my face, my neck, um, sometimes even on my, my calves and my thighs. Um, that's after using their liquid black soap, which glides on in the shower. All of their products are uh, manufactured in Long Island, and they are vegan-friendly and cruelty-free. They also have Icy Pot, which is their muscle relaxer, and they have Helixer, which is typically for women, but men could use it as well. It's really a neuropathy cream that you use on your lower extremities to get the blood flowing over there. Remember... At Hemp Leaf, they don't put anything on your body that you would not put in it. So visit them at www.hempleaf.com. That's www.hempleaf, H-E-M-P-L-I-E-F.com. Mention the name Arthur at checkout and receive 10% off. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. We return now with lifetime New Yorker and legal analyst, attorney Arthur Idala and the Arthur Idala Power Hour. I guess we're going with the fuel because we have Lauren Fix coming in, huh? Yes. All right. Way to go, Sam Molina. So, Sam Molina, before we, we uh, bring in Lauren Fix, let's talk about the breaking news you just alerted to me since I, I was talking about being on the beach. I just got an alert from a citizen that uh, allegedly a woman has been bit by a shark off of Rockaway Beach. Well, that's that is something that have, would have never occurred when I was a teenager because I'm pretty sure the the waters off of Rockaway Beach where I used to go all the time, Reese Park, that was my hangout in 1983, 84, 85, 86, 87, 88. Um, and you you'd cool off of that water, right? Even though oh, I would I'd be disgusting. I would be listen I would be in the water all the time, but there was a marked difference when we would go to Reese Park. And then on those occasions when we would get in my buddy Chris Boyle's bro- broken down $400, um, it was a Volkswagen, I think it was called a Fastback, Squareback, square, it was like a little wagon. And it was it was a rough ride. But we would take that all the way out to the Hamptons, to um, Meacock's Beach in Bridgehampton. And, yeah, you knew the difference between being in Reese Park or being in Meacock's <laughs> Beach. Whereas nowadays, I will tell you, the water has gotten so much cleaner. There was an article the other day that I believe whales were spotted underneath the Verrazano Bridge, which That's is exactly right. where San Bellino and I live. So, uh, and that was not the case 30 years ago. So let's give uh, New York a round of applause for uh, cleaning up our waterways. Now, let's move on from... Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Let's move on from waterways to raceways. And Lauren Fix, I know you're a, a Ford Mustang um, connoisseur. There's a new Ford Mustang out that has, what, 500 horsepower? Is that correct? You are talking about the Dark Horse, yes. The Dark Horse. I, I just reviewed the Dark Horse. The video was up as well as the Mustang GT and the EcoBoost uh, Mustang, which is, comes convertible on the GT and the EcoBoost. Uh, and a manual is available on the GT. 
and of course the dark horse. Uh, and that's on my Car Coach Reports YouTube channel. So if you're thinking about a new Mustang, I've already driven it, and it's pretty cool. I, well, now I, let's be honest, Lauren. We're always honest on this show. I started off the whole show having like a whole breakdown about my self confidence about being an honest lawyer on the radio. Um, mm-hmm. So let's be honest. You are a Mustang nut job. I mean, is that, is that too? I, I mean, I would say enthusiast slash collector. Okay, so, yeah. so uh, how? So I mean, our daughter Shelby. So yeah, yeah, we're pretty, we're pretty deep. Yeah. Right now, now, do you have any like animosity towards the Chevrolet Corvette people? No. Um, when we were younger, we used to call them Tupperware. But my father owned Corvette, so he was he worked at GM. He came home with a 67 Corvette. He had a 56, I think, before that. He had Corvettes forever. And when I pulled in the driveway to Mustang the first time, he's like, you can park it out in the street. I go, I'm not parking out in the street. We have a fight over it. For, for, so. folks, who, for folks who don't know um, the world of, of cars, um, the Corvette and Mustang, you know, they're the two muscle cars from the two big um, American Camaro, corporations. Yep. Yeah, but I mean, but it really, if you look at the two icons, it's Corvette Mustang that goes all the way back to the 60s. And then mm-hmm. uh, Christ, well, Dodge got into the fray, I don't know, was it in the 80s when the Viper came out? When did the Viper come out? Oh, no. Well, I wouldn't put the Viper as that's more of a two seater sports car. I would say. The well, what's the Corvette? Excuse me, Lauren Fix. What, what? I know, I know, but the, but if you look at the Challenger, yes, you're right, the Challenger, right. Camaro, okay. Challenger, Mustang have always been head to head, forever, and there is no competitor because the Camaro ends as of 2024. If you've not ordered a new Camaro by February, that's it. You know they're going to come back and bring that Camaro as an SUV, which is ridiculous. No, is that a fact? Uh, yep. Yeah, I hear rumors that Corvette and Camaro will both be SUVs, electric SUVs coming soon. What oh a terrible thing to do. I God. know. They did that with the Mach-E. They did the Ford Mustang Mach-E. I said, you can call it a Ford Mach-E. You can have look like a Mustang. You can use a Mustang logo, and I don't care. You put the name Mustang on it, and it's an insult, and it destroys your own brand. Because they built a brand as the pony car, and a pony car really is the Camaro. It's the Mustang. And the Charger. Now, the Charger has one last call coming out. It's 1,070 horsepower, and it's a rocket ship. Very hard to get. I have one coming. So I've uh, got to add it to the collection because that's like the end of the end of the end. So there's some specialty runs of the Camaros as well, although I had a Camaro way back when and uh, just decided not to get one of the new ones. There's, they got to so, be special. They okay, so here's special. here's Arthur Idala's little take. Um Mm-hmm. I was able one summer. I did two summers back to back. Or maybe I maybe I no. I think I had the Camaro in the in the summer. Mm-hmm. It was a convertible SS. I think it may have been an RS, an RS or an SS. Um, mm-hmm. The SS is the higher. You know, I, I'm not telling this to you, Lauren. I know you know this. I'm telling this to the listeners. The SS yeah. is their higher model. And and then I had a a Mustang. Um, I had the whatever the four cylinders. Is that the EcoBoost. Yes, it was 2.3 liter, yep. Mm-hmm. Right. So my my comparison of those two cars are the Ford Mustang is definitely um if you go on a if you want a really cool like daily driver that if you're sitting in bumper to bumper traffic you're totally comfortable and if you're on a back windy road you're going to have a blast and you want a trunk mm-hmm. that you can actually put some beach chairs in or grocery shoppings and have a livable back seat then in my opinion there's no comparison uh to get the Mustang. The Camaro is is a hoot. The Camaro to me, and again, maybe it I had the cool too. 
Yeah, it's a very cool. I saw one the day before yesterday in a parking area alongside, you know, a Mercedes SL, alongside whatever the little BMW is, the M something. Um, and Not really, the, the no, 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 just like whatever the little whatever the little BMW convertible is that they have out there now. Oh, the, the, uh, we call it the clown shoe. We call it the clown yes, shoe. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly the clown shoe. But no, but there were some other like real cars in there, but the Camaro, you're yeah. just like, wow, that is a cool-looking car. Now, you know, we're making fun of the Corvette SUV and, and the Camaro SUV potentially, but that, you tell me, Lauren, that Mustang E-Tech, whatever that is that the Ford put out, that has sold really well, and it gets excellent reviews, correct? It gets excellent reviews, but the sales are now soft. Right now, what they have what's called turns. As a matter of fact, how long car sits in a dealer lot. At the end of June, it was 92 days for the Mach-E and the Ford Lightning, and now we're at 115 days as of the end of July. So people are kind of waking up to electric cars. Some people want them, and that's great. You should be able to buy whatever you want. And some people aren't. And there's a lot of pushback going on right now because of the cost of insurance. Some insurers are not writing electric cars. Uh, and if you have a problem and the car catches fire, the car is covered, but your home may not be. So, again, check with your insurance agent. And it's interesting because this is what I was talking to Joan about uh, earlier today is there's a surprising twist in this electric vehicle mandates. They're talking about, you know, you can't buy anything but an electric car. That's it. There's no other options. But HR, I know you love all this 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 politics stuff. HR 1435 is called the Preserving Choice of Vehicle Act. It's also on the Senate floor as Senate 2090. That's uh, same title. That's by Mark Wayne Mullen, and they are they're bringing it to the floor for a vote. And if that happens and it passes, California will not have the ability to tell the other 17 states plus the entire country you have to buy electric cars, which is good because in it doesn't make sense to have an electric car in New York City. There's no place to charge. If you live outside the city, there are some places, but not when you head upstate. There's nothing. I hear you. All right. Well, Lauren Fix, a thank you on this Monday in August. Thanks for the update. And um, we always rely on you to bring us the latest and greatest from the car industry. And um, I hope grandmotherhood is treating you well. Oh, I was babysitting today. It's been fun. <laughs> oh, good for you. All right, folks, that's Lauren Fix. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll come back, and I don't know, we'll do a little lighthearted. I'll tell you what the beach was like. I'll tell you what it's like vacationing with a one-year-old. And I will talk to you a little bit on this migrant situation because it's a rough one, man. It is really a rough one. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, General ladies, I have to tell you about Relief Factor. What is the one principle that I stand by with anything that I promote? Does it work and does it not work? With Relief Factor, it works. I was an athlete, played college football, also was a police officer for several years, carrying around a bulletproof vest and a 20-pound gun belt that literally tore my back apart. But taking Relief Factor helped me relieve the pain, and I feel amazing. I decided to not take Relief Factor because I felt good. Then the pain came back, so I said I'm never not taking Relief Factor again. 100% drug-free solution to aches and pains. I want you to join me and over a half a million other people using Relief Factor. Get started today with your three-week Quick Starter, only $19.95. Quick Starter is only $19.95. All you have to do is go to relieffactor.com, order now, or call 800 4 relief relieffactor.com again relieffactor.com or call 
800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference with Relief Factor. All right, so this Monday, a week from today, August the 14th, this show will be broadcast from 6 to 8 p.m. live from Pershing Square Terrace, right in the heart of Grand Central. It is going to be a show you won't want to miss. I'm going to be joined by members of the Midtown Business Improvement Improvement District Coalition, which is a partnership of business improvement bids. It's going to be the Times Square Alliance, the Grand Central Partnership, the Ship, the Garment Center, the Garment Gemini Cricket. So this is like a tongue twister. The Times Square Alliance, the Grand Central Partnership, the Garment District Alliance, Madison Avenue Bid, East Midtown Partnership, the Fifth Avenue Business Improvement District, and the Hudson Yards Hell's Kitchen Alliance. They, all, they put this whole alliance together in 2022 to start advocating for safer streets and solutions to address quality of life issues in our city. I would love to see if Mayor Adams or someone from his administration could come by and say a quick hello, Joan. So we have a whole week. Okay, I'll reach out to them as well. You're going to hear about how the business improvement districts are working together to advocate for these common goals and highlight the triumphs and growth of Midtown's business community. From food, drink, and shopping to building and real estate, nothing is off the table when the Midtown Bid Coalition comes together on this show, the Authorized Dollar Power Hour, next Monday, August 14th, from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. And I promise tomorrow when I do this, I will have said red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather, so that I don't, my tongue tied is like, okay, yes, Joe. We're have a ton of fun, and we're going to learn a lot. These, this coalition Times Square, is amazing. Grand Central, Garment District, yeah. Madison Avenue, East Midtown, Fifth Avenue, Hudson Yards, Hell's Kitchen. So yep. And in the physical location, we're being hosted by our friend Fred. Oh, Fred Cerullo. Fred Cerullo. Okay. And Tom Harris, of That's course, the will Grand be Central there. Partnership. Yeah. All right, folks, make sure you tune in a week from tonight, Monday, August the 14th, on the Idola Power. Well, and what they're doing is important. The Joe Piscopo Show. Mornings, 6 to 10, on AM 970. The answer. So, Sam Bellino, is this a one-hit wonder? I would say so. Dexy's Midnight Runners have any yeah, other hits? I, no, not really. This was their big one. And then you're ending off with I'll Melt With You? Like, what, are we at a wedding here? I mean, I love it. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I love it. It's a good way to get you back into Monday. Okay, I guess so. You were off for a few days. We want to hear about Rhode Island. Okay. Well, before we go into Rhode Island, let's talk about how crazy this migrant situation is. Because it's really right up the block from us right here at, at the Roosevelt Hotel. Um, when I left on Tuesday was the last day I was here. It was like there were all these people outside. They couldn't go in. And, you know, I'm getting texts from my buddy Derek Adis and, and others who work in this Midtown area. And they're like, you know, oh, what's going on with Eric Adams? What do you want Eric? What, he should be doing more. He should be doing better. Mr. Bitter is giving me texts. You know, he needs to do X. He needs to do Y. He needs to do Z. All I know, and I've spoken directly to people in the administration, is this this migrant issue is overwhelming. One of the guys was like, Idala, imagine like two like Yankee stadiums, like of people just kind of showed up over the course of three or four months. Like, and where do you, you know, where do you put everybody? Now they're talking about Randall's Island, uh, putting um, men's housing on, on Randall's Island. Excuse me. For 2000 men, single men 
housed on Roosevelt, on Randall's Island in over where the soccer fields are. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's... They tried that once, though. It didn't the, work. Yeah, I forget why. They, well, no one showed up. No Is one showed it? up. They, they, it's hard to get on and off. Like, it's not like right. you can just jump I know, jump there's no train. Subway. I think they must, well, they, must, they must have some kind of bus or something set up yeah. to go back and forth. But it is not an easy uh, situation at all. Um, one of the guys who I spoke to in the Adams administration said, like, I don't know, two or three weeks ago, it was like it almost crushed us, like it almost killed us. And there's so many other things that they want to work on, but uh, you know, this is a real big problem. And for those of you who are not in this area, like I walked by the Roosevelt Hotel. Yes, there were some single men there, but there were women and children and obvious like families together. Yep. And I mean, look. I guess they could have thought about this before they came here. You know, when my great-grandparents came here, like, they had a plan. There was someone already here in some little tenement apartment. It was, you know, they were going to sleep six or 12 in a room and find out some way to work. That's not exactly happening right now. They're coming over here, and we're supposed to figure it all out, and it is just not easy to figure out. Then there was Ohika Castle, which is out in, I think I'm mispronouncing it. but um, No, you're not. It's Ohika. Okay. Long Island. Yep. Yeah, in Long Island. It's a and he's big wedding venue. Yeah, he owns and, it. And he said you you could put a bunch of people here. Upstate New York. He owns a hotel upstate New York. Oh, is and that he where he wants to put these folks in his hotel that's not being utilized in upstate New York. Okay. And the local authorities up there said no. Yep. They like shut him down. Um I I don't not know easy. I don't know what the mayor is doing regarding getting more help from the state. Um, I don't know what he's doing regarding getting more help from the federal government. I can't imagine that he and his team. I mean, I know when Frank Caron was the chief of staff, he was on a regular contact basis with the chief of staff of the president of the United States. I don't know if the new chief of staff of City Hall is on that kind of level of, of communication. But, you know, they could stroke a check without even thinking about it for, you know, two, three, four hundred million dollars. Now, I don't even know what you do with that money, except, I don't know, there's a lot of vacant space. I'm looking right across from me. But even the vacant office spaces, there's no showers, there's no, no shower, baths, there's, there's no, no kitchen, kitchen, there's no... Yep. So it's it's a and real... security for yeah. these folks. And for, well, for everyone. I My mean, father it, and I, we drove around on sun, on Saturday. He came, They came into the city with me, and they, we drove around, and he wanted to just see what was going on. And it weren't there weren't a lot of people on the street on Saturday, but then last night, there were a ton. The families with the kids on the street, these poor little kids in the middle of the night, like on the street. Yeah, it's... Um, it breaks your heart. It's definitely... A, a rough situation and look you know people may be listening and saying well why are they here in the first place and and you know they, they should have thought better of it and and before they just dropped everything and came here the bottom line is folks the word has gotten on out there that this is not a great situation and yet they keep coming so i think we need to wrap our brains around how bad the situation is that they're leaving from mm -hmm. wherever they're leaving from typically it's in part portions of south america and the fact that they're coming here with nothing and except they know I guess they're not going to get persecuted beat up locked up you know but we are definitely struggling and um, I, you know I don't know what 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 to tell the mayor to do I mean they, he's he's just trying to figure it out and he's got some really smart people around him 
Um, and th- there's no like easy, obvious answer here. Oh, just put him. I mean, they look. The Roosevelt Hotel has been closed because of you know they went out of business during COVID. I don't exactly know what the deal is, except I think it's our taxpayers' money that opened this place up, mm-hmm. and that's a really nice hotel. Yes, there's no food. You know, you can't cook for yourself in there. But I mean, it's it's a really nice hotel. Lawrence Taylor, when he, when he was my client here, that's where he stayed all the time. So we would be there the day we won his trial. We all met at the bar that day, that night. Um, it was the Friday before um, Hurricane Sandy, before the big one. Um, so all I can say is they are, they are. City Hall is trying. They may be failing, but I'd rather see them try and fail than not be trying at all. I mean, it's a rough one. Real quick, um, I was in a tiny town called Watch Hill, Rhode Island this past weekend. It's a really tiny town, but it's beautiful. It's right on the water. Um, Marianne and Ariana and Arthur and I had a lovely time. It was Marianne's birthday and um, probably the highlight. There were two highlights for me. One was watching Arthur um, play surfing lessons, which is something I've you know, these kids are just raised so differently. Like, my parents barely brought me to the beach, let alone paid for surfing lessons. But he, at six years old, he did a great job. He showed a lot of courage because the last couple of days, the waves were pretty high. And he was, as the, the surfer dudes like, dude, he's killing it. Dude, he's crushing it, man. Um, another woman was using the word, like, period. Like, he's really great, Period. I was like, okay, I guess that's the new term. Like, period. Did like, you try like, surfing? No, no. <laughs> I did. I did a little bodyboarding and I did a little. But and then that was one highlight. The other highlight was, this is kind of funny. Arthur and I were just having a, a toss with a small football, not a regular size football, but the smaller football. We we're going back and forth, and Ariana was sleeping in her stroller, and Marianne decided to get in the fray, and we wound up playing monkey in the middle, the three of us. And it was, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun, but now it was getting late and it was time to get to dinner and Arthur just didn't want it to end. And then when we told him like, Arthur, it's got to end now. Like, you know, he got really upset and he didn't want it to end and whatever, but, um, it was kind of nice to get away. Um, but you know what? I'm so lucky that like, I wasn't dreading today. I was like, Oh, I got to go back to work on Monday. I was looking forward to it. And, you know, when people are like, oh, well, you know, I want to make a lot of money or I want to be famous. Or I want like, I just want to wake up on my when I really have to work on a regular basis, because that's mostly what we do and be happy about what I'm doing and not dreading it. And, and, and I was looking forward to seeing everybody here and a little sad leaving the kids behind. That's, there's no doubt about that. But that's life. And you got to man up. Um, and I was happy to come on the radio today thinking about what I was going to say, especially after Anthony Weiner got in my head thinking that, you know, I'm not saying the right thing on the radio. So I hope I made that clear at the beginning of the show. Um, I am a little afraid for this country regarding all of these cases with Donald Trump. It's not where we should be. It's an enormous distraction and, and it may be a necessary distraction, but there are much bigger things I wish we were focusing on. Like I wish... Eric Adams didn't have to worry about the migrants uh, situation. We will be back tomorrow night, Tuesday, live and local on the Idola Power Hour. We're going to have Police Commissioner Ray Kelly tomorrow night. Don't miss it. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC. Portions of the Arthur Idala Power Hour sponsored by Bay Ridge Honda. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.